this is Heather. Hi. <laughs> and I'm John. I'm Heather, I'm not dumb. No, she's not dumb. I'm not dumb either. No, <laughs> I'm not dumb. I'm not the Terminator. I'm not. And here we are at That's the Dream Farm in Glendon, Minnesota. That's literally the name. Pretty yes. awesome name, I like it. Yes, it yeah, is. I, I do, do hope so. I enjoy it. I didn't ask about where the name had come from. Yeah, I don't know either. But it's like, That's the Dream Farm. Yes. Like, it carries a nice, oh, yes. enjoy it. It was probably a conversation, kind of like, well, that's the dream. And then a person said, call the farm that. <laughs> that's true. You know, like to be so healthy and so focused on uh, being refreshed and recovering, you know, and being together yes. you know, with animals. And that's what we're going to see. We're going to be entering in here and you're going to be seeing. Horses. Yes, some of the animals. Because horses are awesome. Yeah, let's go in. Okay. No, we're not taking seats. Bye. Come in. Come in. Come in. Okay, so the question I was asking you oh, yes. was how does the process of thinking about your future or planning your future or evolution goals mm -hmm. How does that operate for you? Does it operate for you? For me, so a person being on the spectrum? Yeah. You know what you mean? Mm -hmm. um, at first, no, it didn't operate or I didn't operate that way myself. I didn't, I didn't think about that. I didn't know I had to think about that. Although it was being brought up like, okay, you're gonna need to know this, you know, for middle school, you're gonna need to know this for high school, you're gonna need to know this for college, you know, it's being reinforced. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know the value of it. How about that? Like it's happening, but I didn't know, oh, okay, so if I do do that, then, you know, I'll have more opportunities or, you know, more success or something like that. And even in college, it was still just kind of, oh, you know, going over my head. I was just doing, you know, and I still do that now. Like right now, I'm doing, you know, I'm not really thinking about what the outcome of our conversation is going to be. You know, I'm not, I guess I'm talking about uh, process orientation and outcome orientation. Okay. So I'm more process. Outcome being a goal. Sure, sure, a goal. Mm -hmm. you know? uh, I'm not focused on the outcome of an action, of an act or an action. Mm -hmm. I'm more. That probably makes you way more sane than most people. Um, that probably makes them way more sane than oh, most people. Yes, yes. So there's a lot of the meditation traditions, or like a lot of even the mental health stuff, it's like, how do you stay in the present? Mm -hmm. How do you do the next right action? Mm -hmm. How do you let go of the outcomes? Because mm -hmm. no matter how much we try, we can't control what happens. We can't control people, places, and things. And who, who would want to control everything? That would be such a responsibility. I used to be one of those people. Oh, really? Well, it wasn't like I intentionally understood it. Oh. So hopefully that answered your question. I was I was a process-orientated individual, and I still am, but now I know to be both. There's a balance of process orientation and outcome orientation with me. So I do have goals and, and take everything and you know, move forward. And are you intentional about that setting, or do you just let it ebb and flow as it comes up? As it comes or up. Organic? Yeah. Okay. I just let it be what it's supposed to be, because I'm not supposed to be in control of it, because then That's it's fair. not then it's not real, mm -hmm. you know. Then it's not authentic. Then it's not genuine, mm -hmm. you know. And it's not going to continue without me, mm -hmm. you know. And talk about that. That's the outcome that we ought to be talking about: mm -hmm. is something continuing past what we've contributed, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. And some people who need to control everything. Mm -hmm. It's like no, no, no. There is nothing past me, or there is. <laughs> this doesn't continue without me. 
you know, this doesn't persist without me. I am the only thing that keeps it going. And it's like, at least that's what I've noticed with controlling individuals, and that's how they maintain control, is convincing others and convincing themselves, probably initially, uh, I am the only reason that this is happening. You know? Whereas that's not true. There's so many factors coming into play. You know? that are causing something to happen, and you're just one of those factors. Yes, I like that because it contextualizes yeah. where it's like, it's not yeah. just, I'm not an island. I don't just control everything. The world doesn't revolve around me. Mm-hmm. Like, I am part of this dynamic collective yes. that is changing and adapting and moving along together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was just talking about this at uh, Moorhead Community Education, because um, I had been put on the spot, and one of the educators had said, you're a communitarian. Like, you've, you've talked about this. You know, it's like, yes, yes, I, I am a communitarian. And so, in short, yes, in yeah, short, like uh, um, so yeah, uh, me needs a we to be. Oh. Okay? Say it again. Me mm-hmm. needs a we to be. Okay, now unpack that. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, and so, yeah. yes, I am a part of a community, I am a part of a neighborhood, I am a part of a larger group, you know, and not so much a nation, okay, not so much a state. And that's what I tell people that. You know, I'm involved in the community. So yes, I have a responsibility to make certain that people are taken care of, including myself, Mm -hmm. that their rights, you know, are being respected, you know, and that their voices are being heard. And it's about uh, maintaining long-term relationships, you know, and friendships, Mm -hmm. and bonds, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and staying close to one another and connected to one another and, you know, making decisions together. You know, it's like we take care of one another, we're supposed to take care of one another. How's that different? Okay, this is maybe so ignorant, but how's that different from communism? Like, I feel like someone Ooh. would just hear you talking and they'd be like, well, that sounds like communism. Oh my gosh, yes. And so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it turns into a pitch talk Yes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like you open the curtain and you think it's going to be a communitarian, but instead yeah. it's communist. And you're like, yeah. oh. And so it's not just wholly about the group, mm-hmm. okay? The group understands that it's made up of individuals. You know? So with communism, as far as I understand it, and I didn't go to college for any of this, so I guess there's, you know, do try to do, you know, I'll put my hands up like, I'm, I'm doing it. I didn't Please guys, just be gentle. Don't read us the right act for sure. not knowing exactly everything. Sure, yeah, so that's, that's the difference that you know, communitarianism, yes. Um, there's a group involved, but the group knows that's the cute. horses are outside. Yes, the horses are outside. Is that just a different breed of horse? We're looking at a very small horse right now. Yes. Yeah. Uh, could but be. it's not just a baby, is it? Uh, as far as I know, it's a pony. Oh, it is a pony. Okay. Yeah. Like with a the big, big, big yeah, hopefully. blue with red polka dot ball. And that, that's, that's what cute. ought to happen. When you start talking about like really large, broad political <laughs> concepts, there ought to be a pony that comes in with a big red ball. Or big blue and red ball. And just kind of like... And so now, what, codependency? Oh god, yes. So we're talking about that now. Okay, so I'm gonna stop this. Okay.